The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. Hi, everybody. I'm right on cue. Pretty close to it, a podcast <laughs> where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? James, I think you know the answer to that, and it is life is a long and windy road. Along the way, there are many potholes, and apparently I stepped in one this past week. So my back is not only out, but it's like out on the town. It's been like slamming heroin. No, that would actually feel better. I don't know. It hijack- It's gone for like a joyride and slammed into a guardrail somewhere. It's just wrecked. So the answer you were looking for there is fine. I am doing fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot you didn't care. Yeah, no, I'm good. I was hoping you were going to stay vague there, and I was going to be like, hey, if you want to hear about all his uninteresting health problems, check out Wrong and Wronger. But no, you just you laid it all out right here, so all the mystery is gone. But that's okay, because what we still have is a great listener question. Yes, and This is an tell. interesting one this week. Here we go. My boyfriend and I met at university, parenthesis college, uh, been friends for 16 years, and we have been together for nine years. He had a stable, well-paid job when we first started going out, and one year later he had a burnout and decided to become a comic artist. Not able to produce any sellable art for a couple of years, used up all his savings, we encouraged him to do a master's degree of the creative art, which took two years. He has been unemployed since, trying to become an indie game developer, computer games, and visual art. He refused to look for a job, nor do any part-time work, because art is very important for him, and nothing else is worth more of his time. Uh, That That made me the solo breadwinner for the last eight years. My career is growing up in a steady pace, uh, parts of me not wanting to grow up and willing to wait for him, though my physical body is running out of time to have a a future family. I had a major burnout uh, last year because of stresses at work, sudden gain of responsibilities and expectations for me, financial stress, we live in a small apartment while all my friends and colleagues can live a normal life, even though I feel I've put in 150% more effort than everyone else with not much in return. My car broke down. (laughs) Hold on, the question's not done yet. My my car broke down, and because of the single income, we cannot even afford a, uh, a cheap car. I cannot see how we can afford to have a child within two years, even though my general practitioner says I really should get pregnant this year if possible. My boyfriend inherited a small sum, and he decided to put it in his savings account because he still has student loans. He has not paid for any bills for years, and he is not willing to give me this sum, which I was hoping uh, this could be uh, the baby fund. We are both 37. Okay, the question keeps going. I was going to read the whole thing. We're about to go over 10 minutes today. On the other on the other hand, I love him dearly. He is an amazing person, very fun and positive to be with. I cannot imagine life without him or having to cope with the dating scene again. We have been through a lot together for the past 16 years. Both our families are lovely and get along very well, though everyone is concerned about his work-from-home situation. He promised that he will finish his current art, pro- art project sometime this year, sell it online, and move on to looking for a real job. He made the same promise promised last year, but it is still ongoing for this point. For a long time now, he's had low self-esteem when he's around all our friends, to the point uh, that he would not go out and skip 70% of anyone's invitations. He would not marry me because we could not afford a wedding. Every so often, I am fed up with my life and would uh, want to kick him out of the house because I don't want to... I don't know what else I can do to change the situation. Uh, Then when I calm down, I would give in and just cry myself to sleep. 
Please give me some advice on what to do and or how to cope with the situation. What would you do if you were me? Steve, I think you set a world record for size during a question. So go ahead. I'm, 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 I'm dying to hear what you have to say about this one. Well, I feel bad for both of them because they're caught in this orbit that they can't break out of. I will say, and I know she's asking for advice for her. I'll table that for a second. He is remarkably depressed. And if she can do anything for him, even if she's about to exit, it is somehow just chicken wing his arm behind his back and get him into therapy. Uh, get him with a therapist, maybe with a psychiatrist, because if he truly is one of the artsy kind, and I've seen enough musicians when I had an office on Music Row to know that there's a pretty substantial, and I know it's cliche, but there is a pretty substantial correlation between a, a very creative people and prone prone proclivity toward mental illness, depression, and bipolarity. So I would say get him into therapist, into a therapist. And for her, and I know this is going to sound like I'm just trying to plug my own profession, but <laughs> she needs to get uh, sitting in front of somebody, too, who can have kind, who can sort of stabilize her to reality. Because enough people have already told her the score of the game on the field, and there's the emotional part of her brain is overriding common sense at this point. Just because you've poured 16 years into this relationship, if it's bad, do you want to pour another 16 in? Because then you're going to be 53 looking around going, holy crap, I just wasted my 40s with this guy. So if he can't turn it around, and I don't mean leave now, but if he's unwilling to go to therapy, unwilling to consider medication, if that's what's recommended by a physician or a psychologist, then I would say maybe it is time to look at leaving because he can't correct himself. He's not riding the ship or he would have done it already. He keeps thinking he can or he doesn't have the motivation to do it because you continue to take care of everything around him. And I know you're worried that he'll go off the rails if you leave, but he will figure it out because that's what people do. He lived a long time before you two met, and he will live a long time if you two never meet again. But you got to take care of yourself at this point and uh, give him that. And I would even call it an ultimatum. He has to take care of himself or he's going to be no good to either of you. Take care of yourself in the meantime. Sit down with somebody so they can kind of help guide you down that path because it's going to be rough. 16 years is a long time. You have not been an adult without him, and that's going to take a little stable on your part if that's ultimately what you decide to do. You uh, you went much more touchy-feely than I thought you were going to go. I, I never know what to expect from you. Sometimes you drop the hammer and sometimes you're like just getting therapy and connect with your feelings. Several muscle relaxers tonight, so I'm a little more mellow than usual. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to be the bad guy this time, I guess. It happens sometimes. <laughs> But I, uh, that is true. I, I, you know what? The, the biggest red flag to me on this whole thing, he, he didn't like his job, so he quit to pursue the arts. Like, okay, we, nobody likes their job, or almost nobody likes their job, unless you're Steve, and he works for himself, and he, he can't, he, he can't hate himself because he's a therapist, so he's got to say he likes his job. Everybody else, nobody likes their day job, even if you find it fulfilling. You work hard. So, I mean, okay, he quit to pursue this thing. Comedy I mean, comedy writer. I've, right? okay. I, yeah, well, okay, but here, here's the thing. I am a comedy writer, but I also had a day job for forever. I still, I, yeah, yeah. I still work a million jobs. I still bring in income. I didn't stop my income producing stuff just because I started Absolute. doing this. Absolutely. And you don't, behind 100% this, on that. this whole start this starving artist stuff is nonsense. You don't you don't go and quit everything and say, boy, I sure hope this art can make income now. You work your day job, and if you're passionate about art, if you're passionate about writing or comedy writing or jokes or whatever else, you do it on the side and you build it up. I mean, I wrote, I did comedy writing for 10 years before I made a penny at it. But that entire yeah, time, right. I didn't sit at home and make my wife pay to support me. That's insane. Uh, so the biggest problem here is, is you've been letting him get away with it this whole time. You guys have set up this dynamic where you've said this is okay, even if you don't think 
think it's okay. Every time you keep paying for the rent, every time you keep paying for the food, you're reinforcing that it's okay. And uh, I, I don't think he's going to change. I don't know if he's capable of changing, but I guess you really have three options at this point. I think your best option, uh, and what blows my mind, and this, this ties into that, is that you've been with him all this time. You've been fully supporting him. You've basically been his patron in the arts. So he can worry-free, pursue his dreams while you, you put your nose to the grindstone. And in all that time, he didn't marry you. You provided him with everything, oh, and he yeah, wouldn't even yeah. take you down to the courthouse for a $50 courthouse wedding. So you have an opportunity here that you can walk away, no messy divorce, no nothing. I mean, you evidently own everything in the house because you're the only one with income. You can walk away free and clear, and it will be the cleanest and simplest break of your life. It might be emotionally difficult for a while, but legally, financially, it's going to be super simple because everything is yours. Um, the second route you could try, you could say, okay, I've enabled you for this long. Things are going to change. You need to go find a job. Uh, but here's the thing. Like, he's been out of the workforce so long, I don't know that he can find a job. Like, even if he were willing, even if he's going to jump in there, like, what skills does he have? What value is he going to be at as an employer? I was actually, I listened to the most random books, but I was I was listening to this book today about this, uh, this lady who was making the argument for why you shouldn't be a stay-at-home mom. Now, I don't have a dog in that fight, but she was making the argument. She said, when you leave the workforce as a stay-at-home mother, even if it's only for a few years, it's much harder to get back into the workforce than you think. Well, here's a guy who's been out of the workforce for 16 years, and he can't even say, well, it was because I was, you know, caring for my family at home. He's just, he was just at home doodling. And by the way, I don't know how you do art, like, all day, every day. There's no way this guy is drawing 40 yeah. hours a week. I mean, this is like something you pick at a couple hours a day, which is why you can do it in your free time at night. So option two would be to say, here's the ultimatum, get a job now, and let's see if you can support this. And option three, which I think is a terrible option, but I'm going to put it on the table because it does exist for some people. Option three is you do get married and you do have that baby and you let him be a stay-at-home dad and pursue his career, but also do the stay-at-home dad thing. I've seen several people do that and it worked out okay for them uh, because it was one of those things where it's like, okay, we need one partner to stay home with the child anyway, and then you can pursue this course of income on a freelance basis. That's kind of how they worked it out. And some of them experienced some success with that uh, that way. I don't know that that's your best bet here. I think given the history, given the length of time this has been going on, given the fact that he hasn't given you a commitment after that much time, I think the, the clean break is probably your best bet. Uh, and it's going to suck up front, but I think long term, if you look at where your life is going to be 20 years from now, I mean, do you really want to be with the guy who for 16 years didn't work and didn't feel bad about it? Uh, I, I think I think it might be worth starting over. Uh, but uh, I don't know. What say you, Steve? James, James let, me, let me just walk you in off the ledge here. I, I know you feel a lot of personal venom with this because he is sort of like the bizarro world breakwell he is he's kind of the he's the ant or not he's like the antichrist to you like, <laughs> he is what you could have been you you had the opportunity to go down that path but you're not wired that way you're a worker bee and so i can tell that you're sort of looking at him going dude look where i'm at compared to where you're at knock it off and i appreciate that i will bet and uh, I bet you a dollar on this one. There is a metric ton of weed that is involved in this guy's <laughs> life. And it is keeping him mired in apathy. <laughs> and I know all the potheads are going to rise up and be like, no, dude, this is a cure for depression. No, if this dude is plowing through a linear mile of weed every day, that's got to go or he's never going to get out of this funk. Like for some people, that's what it does. It pushes them and it keeps them down in that kind of depressive apathy. It numbs them out. And I do, man, I'm glad you brought up the marriage thing because it had slipped my mind completely. We're going a little longer than 10 minutes that's today. All right. but. 
There is assent on her part to this non-marriage because she didn't push it or walk. And so there's something that you said I think is going to hit home with her, which is, is this the guy you want to marry? And I think she would have or would have pulled the trigger and gotten out if she would have had clarity on that question. You might have just brought that clarity to her. I, don't, I would be shocked if we actually make somebody make a major life decision based on this podcast. I, I don't know if we can handle that level of responsibility. But <laughs> I, think, I think honestly what we're saying right now is probably what she's heard a hundred times from her friends sure. and relatives. This, this is not news from her, but sometimes you need to hear it for that 101st or 102nd time just to push you over the edge. But just to reiterate, just to be clear, um, lots of people pursue things in the arts, but they don't pursue them this way. And they don't pursue it fruitlessly for 16 years without anything to show for it. you gotta at some point you gotta you gotta provide income um and i i know of some very successful you know artists who've, who've worked things out that way and, and and some of them even uh a few of them got their start being stay-at-home parents but i don't know if any of them who quit their work just because said okay somebody else support me and then just for a decade and a half did nothing that's <laughs> that's not the normal path i always wonder and this is a question i ask of a lot of these is where is the dad in all of this because this kid's dad should have grabbed him by the lapel and been like no Get a job, fight to keep it, and then work on your comic books on the side. Exactly what you said to him. James, man, you're maturing. I so appreciate that about my influence over you. Oh, I was I was old and jaded long before you came into the picture. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Yeah, so that's, uh, okay, so I guess we're kind of in agreement here. This is this is definitely at a crisis point. It's not in her head, and she needs to she needs to make some big decisions fast. And hopefully, hopefully she decides what's best for her. If you have a long-running relationship issue you'd like us to solve and or make much worse in 10 minutes or less, please <laughs> send in your questions to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with the E. And it doesn't have to be an actual uh, you know romantic relationship. It can be platonic or co-workers, parent, child. We had one parent, animal, it all. We'll take any comers, really. We don't get that many questions sent in, so we answer pretty much all of them. Send them in. <laughs> any closing thoughts, Steve? I guess I didn't give you a chance to close this out today. No, no, I wanted to work the last two things I mentioned in. But I'll also add that you've sort of put an a, a, a spin of gloom on this. We've been getting more and more questions lately. Like, it seems that people are building some momentum with their confidence in our advice. Yeah, I, I downplay our listener numbers and our questions. But actually, yeah, we have been getting quite a few questions. So we, we, ta- we try to take the best ones and put them on here. So we, uh, we are not as poorly listened to as we might imply. But <laughs> <laughs> bragging doesn't help us much either. So there, there are <laughs> Some people who listen more than zero will leave it at that. Just north of eight. Yes. So that, that's what I will say. There we go. All right. So I've completely killed my momentum. I'll go ahead and close this out again. <laughs> this has been 10 minutes to save your marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>